Hey, uh, let's get a new week started. Actually, the last Monday of January. It's the 29th, so glad you're here. Here's what we're working on this morning. Ontario is set to make an announcement later today about a plan involving Service Ontario. Here's Birdie with a lot of time. A remarkable comeback sets up this year's Super Bowl match. And a Canadian legend will perform at the Grammys for the first time in her career? Wow. Okay, hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hello, Annette, how are you? Hello, We haven't had a chance to chat. No, it's always like, go, 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 as soon as we get it. Get on hamster wheel. Yeah, you had a little sleep in too? No, that's always tough on a Monday. Yeah. You wake up and really? Unintentional sleep. Oh, dear. Okay, sometimes that's the way you start the week. But it's funny that you two are like paces away from each other, and you don't talk until you get into the studio. We haven't, because it's so busy setting up this show beforehand. Just putting together another award-winning program. Uh, that's, you know, what, that's what you're doing. Okay, good for you. Let's see how it goes. Question mark. That's what you're doing? And that's what we'll be doing for the day today. Yay. Okay. Yeah, today uh, we're, we're winding our way through January because Thursday is the first day of February. Friday, of course, Groundhog Day. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Not like we've had a, a, a horrendously bad winter so far. It's going to be above seasonal temperature. Well, actually, right now we're sitting at zero which is way above seasonal to start a day in January. Uh, so uh, we're looking at cloudy skies once again today, cloudy skies again for tomorrow, but good news later in the forecast. We'll talk about some sunshine coming up, but there's some chance, a chance of some flurries for the day today, uh, but just a slim chance of flurries this morning. Uh, we'll talk about the forecast coming up right now. Look at traffic, nothing here. 403 Waterdown Road, normally this time of the morning, it's really good. Let's go to an MTO traffic camera that I have here. Uh, we do have a problem right there they're focusing in on it we have a complete closure and this is the only situation we have this is a complete closure of the ramp from the westbound QEW so you're going Niagara bound coming out of Oakville going through Burlington you cannot get on to Brant Street from the westbound QEW there was a serious collision there earlier throughout the overnight uh, collisions gone but now it's a collision investigation the police are on the scene there and they've blocked off this ramp they say it could be going for a while so we'll keep our eyes on that otherwise nothing happening so so we'll give you details on weather and traffic in just a few minutes. But right now, the news. Let's get uh, let's get into the news. And uh, up first, more changes are expected to be announced when it comes to service Ontario centers. As the government looks at different ways to increase service in the province. I want to bring in Simone Gavros with uh, with more on this story. Good morning, Simone. Hi, good morning, Tim. Well, it was previously announced that there were about nine Service Ontario centres that are going to be moving into Staples locations. But today's announcement is going to be looking at what this means for all locations across the province, like the Service Ontario Centre behind me. Now, the Canadian press has learned about the plans moving forward. So this is going to be looking at these locations moving into Staples as this is going to be part of a broader push to consider new locations for all of the standalone privately run service centers. 
Now, some of those kiosk locations are expected to open up this week. The announcement today from Public and Business Service Delivery Minister Todd McCarthy comes on the heels of 134 privately operated Service Ontario contracts set to expire soon. The government will be reviewing whether they should continue to operate in the same way or close up and move into other locations like retail outlets and libraries. McCarthy says that this move is expected to save a projected $900,000 over three years and ultimately make it more convenient for Ontarians. So more details about what this means for Service Ontario centres moving into staple locations and other locations just like it are going to be announced this morning at 8.30. Annette, I'll send things back to you. Thanks very much, Simone. A former NHL player has turned himself in to police in London, Ontario. A lawyer for Alex Formanton says he is one of several players facing charges with an accusation made in 2018. The former Ottawa Senators player currently plays in Switzerland. Now, the Globe and Mail reported last week that five members of Canada's 2018 World Junior Hockey Team have been asked to surrender to police to face sexual assault charges. On X, Formanton's lawyer posted, quote, Alex will vigorously defend his innocence and ask that people not rush to judgment without hearing all of the evidence. Now, London police are holding a news conference on the charges a week from today. Well, the largest union at McMaster University has joined tenants in a new downtown Hamilton apartment building in their fight to fix conditions there. The building at 10 Bay, it's not finished yet, but there are max students living in units. They've complained of cloudy drinking water and construction disruptions. During a rally yesterday, they told us here at CHH News, one tenant went to hospital last week. Now, Mac plans to temporarily relocate them to resolve this issue. Starting on Sunday, the students will be moved into hotel rooms with a meal allowance of $100 a day. University says it's reducing their rent by 25% in February on top of partial rent rebates going back to September. The tenants want a more drastic rent reduction. A teenager has been missing in Brant County now for more than a week. The OPP say 15-year-old Michael was last seen near Rustacres Road and Powerline Road in Paris. He's black, 5'8", and weighs about 200 pounds with short brown hair and brown eyes. He was wearing black shorts, a red and orange striped t-shirt, and black running shoes. Well, Halton police are looking for a Burlington man who hasn't been seen since December the 24th. 42-year-old Nino Ingara was last seen near New Street in Guelph Line. So he's white with short brown hair and brown eyes. Police say he's missing his top teeth and often wears a sock over his right hand. Nino was last seen wearing black Puma shoes, red Christmas pajama pants and a black winter coat. He has a black electric scooter and sometimes pushes a blue wagon. The Hamilton Jewish Federation has held a special commemoration of International Holocaust Remembrance Day. People gathered at Hamilton City Hall yesterday to mark the 79th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz, memorializing those killed in the Holocaust and honoring survivors and their families. It's important to, for, for everyone to remember, you know, to, to keep this kind of historic moments in mind, remember what happened, remember to not to repeat this anymore, to be part of a lessons of the past. People shared stories about those who fought back during the Second World War, running rescue networks and resisting from within the concentration camps. 
Meantime, a synagogue in Fredericton, New Brunswick, was vandalized on International Holocaust Remembrance Day. I'm furious about it. In this small city, that is, um, you know, it's a maritime city, close people are close, and to have this, you know, really cowardly, hateful act, it poisons the environment and poisons our community. Fredericton police are investigating if the vandalism amounts to a hate crime. Well, a Brantford sailor and her American co-pilot have set a new world record. They've become the fastest women's pair team to row across the Atlantic Ocean. I said row. Lisa Rowland of Brantford and Lauren Championini of Maryland made the crossing in 45 days, one hour, 27 minutes. That beats the last record of 45 days, seven hours and 25 minutes that was set in 2021. Nini says the hardest part of the journey, getting used to each other's schedules and way of working. <laughs> Can you imagine? Good for them. The conditions that you would see, Ooh. all different types of conditions yeah. out in the middle of the Atlantic. Congratulations, that's amazing. All right, good stuff. Right into a sports line we go, and it was championship Sunday in the NFL. As we were down to the final four in the NFC title game, saw the Detroit Lions leading San Francisco by 17 points of the half before the Niners mounted a comeback. Here's Purdy with a lot of time. Steps into one. Watching deep, going for Brandon Ayuk. It is. Oh, he caught it off the ricochet. What an acrobatic catch by the Niners' Brandon Ayuk. In the third quarter, they were trying to get back into the game with a big play, and that was it. Ricocheting off the Lions defender's helmet into the hands of Ayuk for the 51-yard reception. He would later score a touchdown. And credited a ladybug landing on his shoe and bringing some luck. The comeback <laughs> complete a little bit later with the Christian McCaffrey scoring the touchdown. Then some suspect play calling by the Lions coach Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down twice instead of kicking field goals. 49ers would score 27 points in the second half for the 34-31 win. They are off to the Super Bowl while Detroit is unable to make it despite having complete control of this one. So who will San Francisco play, you ask? Well, last week, Houston did not have a single snap inside the 25. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. Yeah, they're going to play a team we are used to seeing in the big game. Never discount Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs. After going into Buffalo last week, they went to top-seeded the Baltimore Ravens house and beat them too. Ravens with two costly turnovers in the fourth quarters. They would fumble at the goal line right there. And then Lamar Jackson would toss an interception a little bit later. Chiefs into their fourth Super Bowl in five years. Get ready for plenty of Taylor Swift prop bets. <laughs> Super Bowl 58 all set for a week Sunday from Vegas with a rematch of the game four years ago when the Chiefs beat the 49ers for their first title. Scotty, shot doesn't go, Grady up at the glass, picked up by Atlanta, Raptors need to foul, they don't, oh my! On the court in Atlanta, Raptors trying to snap their four-game losing streak, they would go up one late on that costly turnover by the Hawks, and Grady Dick getting the ball to Scotty Barnes for the throwdown, he finished with 24 points. But there was still time left for the Hawks to win it. And they do that. 
with Sadiq Bey with only one second left with the winning bucket. Atlanta takes it 126-125. Raps have lost five straight, nine to ten. They try and halt that in Chicago tomorrow. Well, Shea Gilgis-Alexander and his OKC Thunder in Detroit to face the worst team in the NBA in the Detroit Pistons, which means guaranteed win night for the top-seeded Thunder, right? Well, SGA did his part, dropping his usual 31 points. But it didn't happen like it should have, as the Pistons, with all the focus on the Lions game, had their best effort of the season with a lopsided 120-104 win, just their sixth win in 46 games. Thunder, they fall to 32-14 and 14 and face off against fellow top seed in the West, Minnesota, tonight. Let's finish on the ice in Brantford, where the Bulldogs were hoping for a seventh straight win as they welcome the Mississauga Steelheads into town for the second time in a week and third time this month. After winning the first two, Steelheads got some revenge, ending the dog streak at six as they take it 5-3. Brantford continues their homestand Friday night when the Sudbury Wolves arrive at the Civic Center. All right, let's get into this 29th morning of January. Yep, it's Monday again. Uh, looking at the 403 and Waterdown Road, we'll start there with our camera. Nothing to see. It's really light this morning, so not a lot going on. But a little further along, let's go to the uh, QEW. QEW, uh, is that camera not there? Ah. Uh. Look at that. That's where I wanted, I wanted to show you. It just disappeared. Anyway, I will try to explain what that camera was supposed to show you. Was a blockage of the ramp from the westbound QEW to Brand Street. Complete closure. There was a collision overnight. Um, I'll try to get that camera back. I have no control over these cameras. These are Ministry of Transportation Ontario cameras. QEW at Mountain. Nothing to see there. Nikola Tesla Boulevard. All the way through Appleby Line, uh, not a lot to see. Going to Sheraton, through to Cothra, nope, not much going on in traffic. Just that one problem, QEW at Brant Street, westbound QEW. Okay, temperature at the moment. We are sitting on the freezing mark at zero. So that's a mild start. This time of year, we figure we should be around minus 10 to start the day. So zero. Uh, winds are light. Relative humidity at least is not 100% like it was just about all of last week. So for school today, temperature is going to rise to plus two. We could get some morning flurries, but otherwise it's going to be a fairly cloudy day. Um, we have a bit of a uh, northerly to northwesterly flow for the day. Uh, low pressure system will get close to us, but it's going to slide by to the west, so not really giving us much, as we would call it, quote-unquote weather. Uh, we're looking at maybe some flurries today, maybe some flurries tomorrow, and then <laughs> what? We'll get some sunshine by the time we get to the middle of the week. So today, temperatures on the plus side, 2 degrees, maybe a little mixing precipitation for Niagara, otherwise just some flurries for the rest of us. So on the mild side for the day today, above seasonal. Tonight stays mild, 0 to minus 1. That's all we're going to drop to. It'll be fairly cloudy again tonight. And then tomorrow, no, not a lot of sunshine for tomorrow. Maybe some flurries. It'll be a gray day again. Uh, temperatures a little bit better, 3 and 4, but 1 and 2 for Peel into Toronto. So out the door this morning, yep, Monday, we're looking at mainly cloudy skies. It's on the mild side at 0. Long range in a few minutes for you. Annette, Tim. <laughs> Hi, hey. friend. <laughs> Good morning, Emily. <laughs> Trying to hold the pen on a Monday. You okay over there? Okay. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Fine motor skills. <laughs> You're right, totally. Mondays are hard. I get hey, it. Yo. How you doing? It. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we have Austin Butler. He actually had to hire a coach to not help him become a better actor, but to help him stop being one. Mm -hmm. And stop Interesting. talking like Elvis? 
Why do you have to ruin it? Oh, so, oh I didn't know that was it. Oh, is that what it? And that just like. Oh, I didn't worry. know that was the thing. It is. Okay. It's Sorry. I didn't know that was the thing. Very good guess. That is an excellent guess. Way to go, Tim. Well, because anytime I hear him talking, he talks like Elvis. So I just. Thank you. Okay, Thank you very much. There you go. That's and we will discuss Joni Mitchell playing at the Grammys, which is crazy that she's never done it before. Yeah. We'll yeah. discuss that as well. All right. Okay. Well, great start to our award-winning awesome program, start. right? Huh? Just I cruise it. Just, just cruise it. Okay. This is the one for the for the podcast. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. For yeah. the podcast. Hello to all you podcast <laughs> listeners. Hello. Yeah. Uh, after the break, uh, China is bracing for what uh, may lead to a major financial crisis as the world's most indebted developer is ordered to liquidate. That and other business news in two. 618 on your Monday. Here's some numbers for you. Canadian dollar is up seven basis points this morning, sitting at 74.41 cents US. Gold up almost nine bucks, 2045 an ounce. Crude oil up five cents, 78.06 a barrel. Off to Europe. Hey, Europe. Happy Monday. Markets are up in London, but down in Frankfurt, back up in Paris. In Asia, markets were up in Tokyo and Hong Kong, but down in Shanghai. Checking North American markets, the TSX on Friday gained 24 points, the Dow was up 60, and the Nasdaq slipped by 55. All right, so glad you're with us on this Monday, January the 29th. Into some business news, and early this morning, a Hong Kong court ordered property giant Evergrande to liquidate. This is a move that will have serious ripple effects across China's crumbling financial market. So Evergrande has more than 300 billion in total liabilities. And the Hong Kong justice who decided the case noted they hadn't been able to offer a concrete restructuring plan despite months of delays. So she's expected to give her full reason at some point this morning, Evergrande has, uh, which has $240 billion in assets, sent a struggling property sector into a tailspin when it defaulted on its debt back in 2021. And the liquidation ruling will likely further jolt an already fragile Chinese capital and property markets. Back in this country, British Columbia's Securities Commission has fined a hops farm and its director more than a million dollars. So Fraser Valley Hop Farms has to pay more than $498,000, while its director has been hit with another $550,000 penalty. The commission says investors were told that their money would be used for operating expenses on the hops farm. Instead, about half a million dollars was spent on personal or otherwise illegitimate uses. JetBlue Airways might be backing out of a deal to acquire Spirit Airlines. Last week, JetBlue said that it might pull out of a $3.8 billion acquisition of Spirit after a federal judge blocked the deal. The announcement came just a week after JetBlue and Spirit said that they would appeal this decision. JetBlue said the deal could be terminated after Sunday if certain conditions were not met. Spirit said in its own filing that it disagreed with JetBlue and believed there is no basis for terminating this deal. The genetic testing company 23andMe is facing a class action lawsuit. The suit filed in California says the company failed to notify customers whose personal information ended up being sold on the dark web. The suit also accuses 23andMe of failing to protect customers with Chinese and Jewish heritage, which were apparently specifically targeted. The hacks occurred between late April and into September of last year. That was before 23andMe became aware of the breach.
Okay, another break. Just like that, we're at the end of January. Mm -hmm. Wow, okay, what does uh, the 1st of February bring? Brian will have a look at your seven-day forecast into Groundhog Day on Friday. Time check, 624 on this Monday morning, 29th of January. There, we've got the camera. This is the QEW east of Brant Street. So what you're looking at, Niagara-bound lanes heading away from us on the QEW and a complete closure of the ramp to Brant Street. We had a collision throughout the overnight. The investigation continues, so that is going to be closed for a while. They say this could be going on for a bit. So we'll keep an eye on that. Back into St. Catharines at Welland, nothing. South of two, all doing fine. We'll flip ahead to Appleby Line all the way through Sheraton. How's the Ford plant doing? No, that looks pretty good at the moment. Same with the 403 going through Mississauga. Not a lot to see there. Temperature. Once again, I mean, uh, these temperatures look chilly, zero and plus one, but when you compare it to seasonal, this is a mild start to the day. It is cloudy. There have been some flurries. We could get some more flurries this morning. Those are our seasonal temperatures, minus two for the daytime high and minus 10 for the overnight low. So again, we're going to be mild. We got to plus one yesterday. Uh, so those are our sun times and our records for today. For school today, we should be zero for the first bell, plus two for after school. That's the high and just looking at a fairly cloudy day. So two for today, minus one overnight tonight. So just dipping into the minus column. Tomorrow again, chance of flurries in three. Wednesday, we get some sunshine back. So the sun will be with us for a number of days. Finally, four degrees, a beautiful day for this time of year on Wednesday. Thursday is February, chance of a shower and four. Groundhog Day on Friday, then sunny and three, and then we hang on to the sunshine for the weekend. That looks good. That's your forecast. That's it, Tim. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is kind of neat. NASA has found water on an exoplanet 97 light years from Earth. Okay, so first of all, I had to find I, out what is no an exoplanet. Is. Okay. So it's a planet that orbits a star outside of the solar system. Astronomers use the Hubble Space Telescope to detect water molecules in this one's atmosphere. The planet is named GJ9827D. Well, it's easy to remember. Rolls, rolls off yeah, the tongue. It's about twice Earth's diameter, but is still the smallest exoplanet found to have water uh, water vapor in its atmosphere. Temperatures on this exoplanet reach 426 degrees Celsius. So you need sunscreen? Uh, kinda. Yeah. It's hot, making it very unlikely that any kind of life exists there. Still, it's a landmark discovery as it gets researchers closer to understanding worlds that have Earth-like qualities, such as the presence of water. Imagine if Brian Woods doing like the weather forecast, the seven-day weather forecast <laughs> on uh, exoplanet GJ9827D. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a scorcher today. 450. 450. And it really cools down to yeah. 410. Yeah, 410. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you in a couple minutes.